I'm Shannon Green, and you're listening to On Extremism, a podcast that takes a deep dive into the causes, manifestations, and responses to one of the most important issues of our time. In this series, we'll talk to top experts, policymakers, and practitioners to understand how we can better counter violent extremism around the world. Our podcast is made possible by the CSIS Commission on Countering Violent Extremism, chaired by former British Prime Minister Tony Blair and former U.S. Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta. For more information on the commission, please visit www.csis.org. We are very fortunate to have with us today Secretary Leon Panetta, who is the former Secretary of Defense and former head of the CIA. Secretary Panetta, thank you for joining us today. Nice to be with you, Shannon. Great. So you've spent most of your career in the national security and defense realm. So I'm curious about why you've decided to dedicate some time to this effort on countering violent extremism. I, I really believe this is uh, this is a central issue uh, that is confronting not only the United States but the uh, the world community uh, in terms of how do we how do we deal with uh, the threat of terrorism that uh, is threatening uh, our nation and threatening other nations as well. Um, you know, we've been through 9-11, uh, and this country suffered, uh, the, you know, the worst uh, attack uh, since Pearl Harbor. And we went to war against terrorism as a result of that. Uh, and we've had some success in dealing with terrorism. We've learned a lot of lessons. We've improved our counterterrorism capability. We've improved intelligence. We've improved law enforcement. Uh, we've improved our ability to uh, work with other countries in dealing with this issue. We've been able to uh, not only decimate uh, the leadership of, uh, uh, of uh, terrorist groups, but we've, we've been able to uh, prevent another 9-11 type attack, which uh, is a real credit to uh, all of the operations. And yet, uh, the reality is we are still confronting uh, terrorism in the form of ISIS, in the form of Boko Haram and al-Shabaab. And uh, the likelihood is we're going to continue to confront those elements of terrorism. Uh, And we have got to develop uh, a much more effective strategy to be able to deal with this if we're going to truly be able to protect our country and to protect others as well. And from what you've heard throughout the commission's proceedings, do you think we currently have the tools to effectively confront the threat as it is now manifesting? You know, I, 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 re, I really think that we do have the tools, that we have, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the hard power tools, obviously, in terms of our military capability. Uh, our counterterrorism operations, special forces. I think they've learned a great deal about how to deal with uh, this threat. I think intelligence has certainly improved in terms of its capability. I think that's true for law enforcement. Uh, And I think that we're beginning to better understand the tools that we need in order to deal with the root causes of terrorism. What inspires uh, people to get involved? in extremist groups. Uh, That's the one area where I think, you know, there's been a lot of discussion uh, and there are a lot of thoughts that are out there about how to best approach this. But what is needed now 
more than ever, I think, is how do we provide a balanced strategy here to be able to confront terrorism so that ultimately we can win in this, uh, in this battle. And is it your opinion that we've over-relied on the hard power tools and that we don't yet have enough resources, both personnel and financial, behind the soft power tools? I, you know, I, I, I think to some extent it's understandable when, when a country suffers an attack, when we continue to fear uh, the potential of, uh, of other attacks that could kill our people. Uh, there's a natural instinct to uh, respond. Uh, with hard power to be able to go after bad guys. Uh, that's just, that's just uh, you know, it's instinctive in terms of uh, how you respond to the threats that we're facing. And yet, I think you know, we have to understand that uh, we're not going to be able to kill our way out of this challenge. We have, got, we have got to be able to understand what are the root causes, what, uh, what inspires uh, people to get involved in extremism. Because ultimately, if we're really going to succeed here, we've got to be able to deal with those causes as well. So, yes, you know, we've emphasized hard power. I understand why. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, to the credit of those involved in the military and elsewhere, uh, I give them a lot of credit for the success that we've had. But we have got to simply build a more balanced approach here if we're ultimately going to really be able to succeed in this effort. And as the co-chair of this commission, you've had the opportunity to meet with a lot of interesting folks from Silicon Valley, from Madison Avenue. We've talked to a number of experts, um, you know, throughout the proceedings. What has surprised you the most, or has there been something that was really unexpected that's come out of those discussions? I I, I think it's been a it's been a fascinating discussion. Uh, because, you know, from, from my perspective, frankly, I dealt with this from a governmental point of view. I dealt with this at the CIA. I dealt with this at the Defense Department. Uh, and uh, I was pretty much focused on that. We did have relationships with people in Silicon Valley and elsewhere uh, that were very helpful in, in our effort. But what, I'm, what I saw in the discussions we've had is that there is – a whole new area that needs to be explored in terms of the civilian community, uh, our technology community, uh, the kind of creative and innovative part of the United States that I think can play an even bigger role. And to open up that uh, prospect of really being able to address this issue on a much broader front, including a lot of the uh, information age technology that uh, we now have. I think that's what, uh, for me, has proven to be pretty exciting. And do you think there are any obstacles to really harnessing and tapping into that innovation? I think we've got to, uh, we've got to develop trust here to be able to get this done. Uh, because I think, frankly, that uh, in, in the last few years, uh, a lot of distrust has developed uh, and people questioning just exactly what the motivations are here uh, and how that all interferes with, uh, you know, the, uh, the prospect of uh, providing uh, new technologies uh, without worrying about whether or not uh, privacy is going to be invaded. Uh, but I'm a believer that you don't have to choose between uh, protecting our freedom and protecting our security 
And I think for the commission, I think that's going to be our challenge is how to, how to be able to address those concerns so that we can move forward. We're all, on, you know, from my point of view, when we're dealing with the kind of threat we're confronting, we're all on the same team. We're all part of the same family. Uh, and we've all got to trust each other in trying to confront that threat. Secretary, given all the positions that you've occupied, I'm sure you've gotten this question before. But my final question is, when you think about the threat of violent extremism, what really keeps you up at night? I mean, what is the thing that you worry the most about? Well, when you were in the jobs that I held, uh, you know, you you worry that uh, even though you may be 99% uh, effective, that there's 1% you miss, and that 1% could result in the death of uh, innocent people. Uh, and so you worry about that. And I also worry about uh, the, the new technological developments that are taking place uh, that an enemy could make use of. Uh, uh, for example, in the cyber world, using cyber capabilities to virtually cripple our country. Uh, I think, uh, you know, we're dealing now with uh, with an enemy that uh, I think would not hesitate to use whatever tools might be available in order to uh, hurt this country. And that, that, I think, is cause for concern. And is there anything else you think it's important for our listeners to understand about violent extremism or about the threat that we're collectively facing today? I think, you know what, I think it's really important for people to understand that the vast majority of people in this country, whether they're Muslims or whether they're other minorities, are decent law-abiding people who really believe in what this country is all about. Uh, this is a country of immigrants. My, look, I'm the son of Italian immigrants, so I know what that means. And I think sometimes as we confront the threats that we're dealing with, uh, that we lose sight of the fact that, you know, we're not dealing with entire communities. We're dealing with just elements that go wrong. I mean, it's a little bit like dealing with gang warfare. You know, uh, when you're dealing with gangs, uh, it, it isn't the entire community that's, uh, you know, that uh, is the enemy here. Uh, we're dealing with certain elements that we have to understand, that we have to go after, and that we have to prevent in the future. So. I, I guess what I would say to uh, the listeners is that uh, I have, a, have hope in our democracy and in the ability of our democracy using our freedoms, using uh, all of the, you know, the rights that uh, our forefathers gave us, that we can uh, protect our country and we can provide uh, the kind of opportunity uh, that we should be providing for everybody uh, in this country. We can do this. Uh, we just have to have the commitment and the dedication to getting it done, but it can be done. I think that's a terrific note to end on. Thank you, Secretary Panetta, for joining us on, ex on, on extremism, and thank you for your service to the commission and to our country. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Appreciate it.